Hello again, everyone. It is the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast That's into right. the year 2023. Happy New Year. Yeah. Another session of a show that could be it on the radio, could. but it's too damn good, and they wouldn't know what to do with it. No, they wouldn't. There's other things they have to attend to over these airwaves. That's yeah. why they gave us the internet. That's right. Traffic and weather on the 10s <laughs> is, one of their, is one of the big things. You, you can depend on that. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> so uh, you can also depend on us for... Certain things, including lists. We'll get to that here momentarily. But first, you found a very interesting article from 1923. Yeah, this is a, a collection of different things that uh, a feller on Twitter found. A feller. Feller? Bob Feller? Bullet um, Bob Feller? Yes. Um, where he found a bunch of clippings saying, okay, here's what here's what things are going to be like 100 years from now in 1923. It's always interesting to look back at that. Even like, you know, back in the 70s, what they thought the year 2000 was going to be, some yeah. of the sci-fi movies. So I only can imagine what people in 1923 thought 2023 was going to look like. And think about what life would have been like in 1923. Not, you know, not everybody, people didn't, you know, some people had cars, others didn't. Not everybody had running water. I mean, it was still it was still kind of the internet was years away. Yeah, we were still kind of in in uh, we had one foot in the industrial age and one foot still back in one foot still in the outhouse uh, in the outhouse exactly. So, um, Doctor Charles P. Steinmetz, <laughs> of course, Charles that's P. a 1923 name I've heard. Uh, declares no more hard work by 2023. The electrical expert believes that the time is coming when there will be no long drudgery and people will not toil more than four hours a day oh. thanks to electricity. <laughs> How wrong you were, Dr. Steinmetz. He visualizes an amazing transformation in life in 2023. Every city will be a spotless town thanks to electricity. Except for in San Francisco where people poop in the streets. <laughs> yeah. Electricity can't uh, help with that. Didn't, uh, didn't, think, didn't consider that, did you? Another uh, clip from the Savannah News says, It is now predicted that by the year 2023, only a mere little stretch of a century ahead, women will probably be shaving their... Heads. What? There's a big gap from there. Oh, dot, oh. dot, 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 dot. Spicy Heads. in 2023. Not sure what exactly they were. They thinking. wanted a whole society of Sinead O'Connors. Women will be shaving their heads and men will be wearing curls. <laughs> also, the maidens may pronounce it the height of style in personal primping to blacken their teeth. <laughs> So a bunch of shaved head, black teeth women walking around. In 2023, while curly-haired men are flocking around as well. Um, according to the Minneapolis Journal, um, it is attractive prophecy that Glenn Curtis from the Airline Authority uh, gives to Air Flight. He predicts that by the year 2023, gasoline will have been replaced by radio. <laughs> And the skies will be filled with a myriad of craft sailing over well-defined routes. Because so of the ra your radio is going to fly the plane? Yeah, the ra radio will replace gasoline <laughs> as fuel. Somehow. Somehow. And here's the thing. Unfortunately for those folks, had it been true, you couldn't run your car on the show because no. we're not on the radio. No. That would be upsetting. No, we're like the electric vehicle of we, radio. We're, we're, the, just, we're, we're the Tesla. We're, yeah, we're, we're the awesome picture of tomorrow yes. that yesterday's radio can't see. <laughs> I love that. That's going to be the new catchphrase, if I can remember it. Um, Got any more yes. predictions for 2023? Yeah. Any of them having to do with Nugenics, which, by the way, is still our sponsor. Just text the word chalk. That's their new word, by the way. Chalk. I don't understand it. Chalk is a new, is a new word to get the discount. 
Yeah, well, they've got it. Yeah, it's it's, it's different for every time the ad runs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fewer doctors and present diseases unknown. All people will be beautiful. <laughs> Beauty oh, contests will be unnecessary, <laughs> as there will be so many beautiful people that it will be almost impossible to select winners. There'll be an entire—I'm sorry, just turn where we're recording this podcast. Kate Baldwin's on, so there's an entire right. race of Kate Baldwin's in 2023. Uh, it is—there's uh, another another prediction that men will be wearing curls. I don't know why that was such a strange <laughs> thing, I guess. The, 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 that They'll was, be going was, back to curls the way George Washington wore them, so elegantly. If you didn't have curls, I guess that was... If you had curls, I guess that was considered more feminine. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, so... Interesting. Uh, and I at least have to give it to this one that um, uh, the predicted that by the year 2023, the population of the United States will probably be 300 million. Hey. Pretty close. Yeah, not well, far it's off. It's actually a little low, but it's but they, they were on the... Uh, and that will imply an immense progress in the drainage of our lowlands and the irrigation of the arid lands. Everything will be green and lush in 2023. Running on our radio airplanes with no ugly people and the beautiful women with bald heads and blackened teeth. And finally, by the year 2023, everyone will have enough to eat. Utensils and dwellings will be made of pulp uh, so as to utilize vegetation and stone in every stage of the Uh, Yes. Gross. Would you you believe... And cement. Can you believe... Living in a home made of nothing of what you don't want in your orange juice. Right. <laughs> but that, yeah, the stuff that we would discard from celery oh, okay. and things like They've that, got, that they, they, would, they would figure out a way, a way. To, to use that in building material. Thank you, 1923 and Dr. That's what Steinmetz. life in 2023 will be like. like. Uh, here's a list from 2023. Uh, Lake Superior State, they, they don't have to take it so literally with their superior. <laughs> because every year they come up yes. with their annual list of words. They just say... They say deserve to be banished from our vocabularies over misuse, overuse, and uselessness. All right, so here is Lake Superior State University of Michigan and their list. Here is the full list of the school's banished words for 2023. We begin with GOAT, the greatest of all time. They think that's overplayed, no need anymore, and I tend to agree. Because by very definition, there can only be one GOAT. But there's always the back-and-forth debate of who is the GOAT, mm-hmm. though. There only could be one, but who is it? And if you want to get, you know, okay, this is the, you know, Tiger Woods is the GOAT of golf, and Michael Jordan's the GOAT of basketball, that's fine, uh, but now everything's the GOAT. Right, and you don't need that anymore. No more GOATs. Inflection point. We are we are approaching an inflection point. A point. Yes. I don't know what I just said there. Yeah. <laughs> the inflection point. <laughs> I'm done with that. Yeah. that the, the, the inflection point for this, the inflection point for that, that does need to go away. It sounds it's unnecessarily ominous. It's never quite... No. Where we are. Right. It, it, it's, you're right. It's always in a very, like, well, the inflection point for the madness is about to ensue. Mm-hmm. Did we hit the inflection point here? Is this mess in Congress the inflection point to a change to a new device? No, right. it's not. It never is. Quit using that word. But then it gets, you know, it gets used like in a divorce mediation. I think we're reaching an inflection point right here. You know, it, just, it just becomes sort of ridiculous. I mean, just because his penis was in someone else doesn't mean <laughs> um, quiet quitting. Quiet quitting. That could have gone away right when it first started. Boy, that, that quiet quitting crap. That was one of those expressions that, uh, yeah, once once people discovered it, it burned red hot, <sighs> and yeah. and we did we discovered we discovered that there are people working who don't enjoy their job and are thinking what? about another one. What? Yeah, that that is the newest thing to happen. Call right Doctor Steinmetz yes. because that's a that's a futuristic prophecy. Then never in never. the history of gainful employment have people gone. I don't know how to I like this place anymore. I'm 
might be thinking about something else. Uh, the fourth word to be banished this year from Lake Superior State University is gaslighting. Lost its meaning, didn't it? Yeah, it kind of did, because everything became gaslit. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five, moving forward. Yeah. Moving forward, let's get gaslighting out of our yes. thing, because this is the inflection point for that word. Yes, moving forward, the goat will only be yeah. one person. Uh, number six is amazing. Amaze balls. That's kind of overused. <laughs> I do like amaze balls, though. Yeah. But everyone, like, oh my God, this brunch is amaze balls. Oh my God, cranberry instead of orange juice for my mimosa is amaze balls. Not everything is amazing. Yeah, and I think that I think that comes under the category of any any sort of. Um, we, we we speak as though things literally are what they are. I literally died yesterday. I literally laughed so hard I pissed my pants. You know, yeah, it doesn't happen. No, yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, number seven is: Does that make sense? Uh, yes, it's between uh, uh, six and eight. Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> well played. Here's one that always gets people gaslit. <laughs> Irregardless. Irregardless. Because I, it's not even really a word, is it? It's, and this one seems to always show up on lists of things you shouldn't say. No, it's not a word. Uh, and so that always, I don't know why it suddenly shows up here. here. I, I did, did it? Because I, I did that for years. You know, when we, back, you, you, I don't know if you remember this, Mike. We used to be on the radio. Oh, we did. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Hence the name of this particular podcast, Too Good for the Radio. Uh, and it was a pretty good show. It was. Uh, it was you know, good. we had fun. It was yeah, a good, yeah. I mean, Roy um, Wayne Tyree. But we would, but we... <laughs> 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 Poverty nuts. I mean, just yeah. playing all the hits Good here. stuff. Good yeah. stuff. Uh, but we would have this conversation. People would call in and say, yeah. I hate it when people say irregardless. Uh, because, yeah, it's not a word. Uh, regardless takes care of it. Yeah. There's no it's, need a, to- it's a mush of irrespective and regardless. regardless. And into irregardless. That needs to be absolutely, which is number nine on the list, absolutely needs to go. Because you're right. It's the same thing about, I literally did that. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely amazing. Absolutely this. That needs to go. Well, and they argue that the word absolutely has usurped just simply saying yes. True. Hey, can you get me that thing? Absolutely. absolutely. I am at your service. Yeah, you're right. A lot of people use that in place of yes. And the number 10 on their list of banished words for the year in 2023 from Lake Superior State University, it is what it is. It was banished for uh, in in twenty uh, two thousand eight for overuse, misuse, and uselessness. Uh, pointless cop out. Uh, only yoga bearer should be allowed to use such utter. Uh, oh, the nonsense of yeah. like, yeah, yeah. It, it, I say it. It is I, what it is. I say it sometimes, and usually it is in terms of something disappointing. Mm-hmm. No one ever. When you have a great win or something like that, or something happy in your life, you go, "Well, it is what it is." It's right. usually like. You just got a shit sandwich, and you're like, well, it is what it is. Yeah. It, it sounds like something Job would have said uh, in the Bible times when he's sitting on that manure pile or whatever. Well, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. What I can was, I do? I was considering quiet quitting, but it is what it is. And I, I don't mean gotta, to gaslight you. It is what it is, here. though. I mean, yeah. it's amazing. Uh, that, absolutely, how uh, that happened. Uh, taking a little bit, moving north just a little bit from Lake Superior State in Michigan mm. to up in Canada— uh, every year we get these lists of denied vanity plates. Well, Canada released some of theirs. Oh. And so I wondered if there'd be a difference between, because Canadians are always so polite. Yeah. So I wonder if there'd be any difference between the ones that got no, said no to in Canada as opposed to the ones here in the U.S. Yeah. And they, they probably, things like burp, you know, real, <laughs> real benign stuff. Um, license plates that were hard to read. 
is where they start. So that's why they were – it wasn't because they were anything like, ooh, salacious. It was just they'd be too hard to read. Oh, so that, that people would be trying to figure them out right. while they're driving. Right, and, exactly. Okay. So like, just sold. J-U-5-T, sold. Oh. Uh, for the Maple Leafs, L-E-4-F-5. So it made it look like Leafs, but Leafs. I don't know. that. Why would just creative spelling be something that... Here's one, Mr. Fresh, but the E is a three. Okay. Um, sorry with four R's. Old, <laughs> uh, and then Wakanda with a four in place of one of the A's. Okay. They said no to all those. Um, also, violent nice license plates were not permitted, like dogfight and I sell gun. <laughs> um, Stubbed my toe. And no kind of variation of The Shining's red rum was ah, allowed at I, all. I can, I can get on board with that. They also, um, nothing against law enforcement. That was poo poo po po was one. <laughs> um, VV Putin was also rejected. Mm. Uh, Greta who against Greta Thunberg or whatever. Really? Yeah, that was rejected. I mean, you got to really have an issue with Greta Thunberg, uh, Thunberg to make a license plate about her. Yeah, why would that bug you that much? Yeah. That's someone who has other issues in their life to be like, I'll show her. Yeah. I got my gas guzzling car that's going to ruin everything. Yes, man. I just, I, she's not somebody I think about the whole And time. then here are the ones that were salacious right. that they, they said no to up in Canada. These are license plates that weren't allowed, vanity plates in Canada. Are you dumb? Was <laughs> not allowed. By bitch, but the I was an X. Okay. Damn was also. <laughs> uh, heckin'. Can I have damn with just one A, or is it just when they extend it out like that? I don't know. They didn't say that, but D- the one. And is it D-A-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y-M or, or D-A-A-A-A-Y-M? Okay. There's four A's in there. What if it's D-A-Y-U-M? Damn. Damn. That could be okay. Yeah. That wasn't on the list. Uh, heckin' is on the list because it's Canada. Heckin'. H- H-E-C-K-I-N. Heckin'. Can't, can't have that on your license plate. What a fuck. <laughs> W-A-D-D-A-F-A-K. And finally, another one, Fox Sakes. F-O-X-S-A-K-E-S. Fox Sakes. Because that sounds Canadian. Oh, for Fox Sakes. Exactly, you'd say it. So you want to stay up north? Because you got a story involving... Yeah. This is quintessential Canadian. We're in uh, a town called Red Deer, Canada. Okay. Um, during a recent evening stroll uh, on Anders on the Lake, guy of named David Meredith uh, was walking, and he sees an adult moose. Oh, that those things those can think, things can be mean they if you come be. upon them, and, and they're, they're huge. Big. You don't realize it until you actually see yeah. a moose in person. You go like, "Holy crap!" Yeah, and they it's pictures don't do them justice. No, they are they don't. enormous, yeah. enormous. Um, so he sees a moose, and he kind of ducks Me. behind a tree, going, "Oh God, I don't want to." Uh, <laughs> Playing hide and seek with moose, yeah. a very Canadian game. Uh, David Meredith says uh, he ended up doing a bluff charge. I'm not sure what that is. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. A bluff charge? Is that yeah. something in Urban Diction? Like the moose did or moose, he did? The moose did a bluff okay. charge. Hey, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, just mess yeah, with yeah, you. Like, ah, 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 what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Going to hide? Got you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so whoa, so yeah. he does a bluff charge. Yeah, what you doing? Yeah. I'm not I'm not hitting you. You're hitting yourself. <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. He ended up doing a bluff charge, so I took that opportunity to scream like a little girl and run up a tree. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's exactly what the moose wants. Yeah, exactly. You know he. You know his buddies are looking out in the woods. He's like, watch this. Wow. I'm going to bluff charge this guy. Let's see what happens. Yeah. I wonder if that's something they teach you in Canadian elementary school. <laughs> okay. Today's we're, lesson. We're now going to line up the little girls, and you're going to scream so that the boys understand what it sounds like to scream like a little girl in case there's a moose. All right, so he run up, so he screams like a girl and runs up a tree. Uh, once he was off the ground and safer in the branches of the tree, he pulled out his phone and started recording. Uh, <laughs> of course, because that's what we do nowadays. He assumed the animal would move along, but it started charging back and forth and uh, using his antlers to hit the tree. Uh-oh. It's like, I'm going to get you down out exactly. of here. We, we are not done with this. You thought I was bluffing earlier. If, the, if that's what you do when, when I bluff a charge, I want to see what you do when I really charge. He was grunting and had every intention to trample me by the looks of things. It was quite intimidating. The photos don't do it justice of how close it felt. Uh, he estimated that he stayed in the tree for 15 minutes before the moose finally uh, ran away. Um, he said he's lived in the same neighborhood for 22 years. Uh, you see the occasional rabbit, deer, lots of ducks. Uh, with everybody shut down and not doing anything, it seems like the animals moved into town. <laughs> yeah, blame that. Uh, Doug Evans, the Red Deer City Park Planner, said moose sightings are relatively common. He said this one's unpredictable. Uh, it's not something we normally see. There are circumstances that can happen. If it's something you can uh, put between an animal to protect you, that's always your first instinct. And scream like, like a, a girl. girl. By the way, can you imagine? There's nothing more Canadian than calling into work late because I'm sorry I'm stuck in a tree because yeah. of a moose. I did the girl scream. Don't worry about it. I did the girl scream. It just didn't go away. So now he's trying to get me out of the tree, eh? He said, I just think uh, let them be and take your photos from a distance and let them do their thing. I don't think their intentions are to hurt us by any means. Uh, just don't provoke them and give them a reason to be intimidated. Just let them pass, I guess. They got good beer. Moose yeah. had beer. Just think about the moose. Yeah, think about the moose. Scream like a girl. If you take nothing from this particular yeah. episode, if you see a moose, scream like a girl yeah. run up a tree. Bear, play dead. Moose, yeah. scream, scream like a girl. Yes, exactly. Uh, moving on here in the Mike and Molson Two Gift Radio podcast, this is a fan. It's not a fantastic story for the woman involved here, but it's a guy who I don't know if he ever s- sleeps in the bed for the next month and a half. Okay, I'm going to take you over to Th- uh, Thailand because it also has a great name. The next two stories actually have great names in them. So uh, this is happening around the holidays, where this guy in Thailand, whose name is Boom Tom Shamoon. <laughs> which is fantastic. Him and his wife are driving to visit her parents, okay? They're driving overnight, and call of nature happens. They got to pull over to a rest area, okay? He goes in to take care of his business, comes back to the car, and just drives off. Because mm-hmm. he assumed that his wife was sleeping in the back seat. But when they pull over to do the business... She's like, well, call of nature. Long as we're stopped. Long as we're stopped, I'll go. Unbeknownst to poor Boom Tom. So he gets back in the car, assuming that his dutiful wife is still in the car sleeping. Now, his wife, because she was sleeping in the back seat, had left her purse up in the front seat, which had her phone in it. So he takes off. She didn't bring the purse into the rest stop because what do you need that for? Right. So next thing you know, old Boom Tom Shamoon is <laughs> is driving down the road. Wife comes back, oh. doesn't see doesn't see the car. Now this is like th- like three or four a.m. in the morning. Yeah. All right. So now she not only doesn't have a husband, 
doesn't have the car, doesn't have her purse, doesn't have a phone. Got nothing. And it's not like it's a hop in place, this rest stop right. in the middle of. Oof. So she then has to walk nearly 13 miles. Oh, my gosh. To the nearest town to try to get a hold of the husband. So Boom Tom is just pedal to metal trying to get to her family. She gets to the police station. She doesn't know his phone number by heart. So she can't call Boom Tom, yeah. but she knows her own phone number because she's given that one. Uh, yeah, yeah. So she's like, well, my phone is in my purse, mm-hmm. so let me call my husband Boom Tom. He's not going to answer. That's her phone. No, he didn't. Over 20 calls oh, were made wow. to the phone. It just kept going and going. Now, she doesn't know if it was on silent right. or he just was like, Hammered down, listen to Radar Love. Is like we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get there when we get there because yeah. we're driving overnight. Finally, they get a hold of him at eight a.m. So wow. it's been like a wow, four, it's a four hour ordeal. This sucks. Boom, Tom finally gets a hold of. He's a hundred miles down the road. Oh, ouch! He has to turn around and go pick up his lovely bride. They're now four hours behind. Now here's the thing. Boom Tom immediately turned the car around when he realized he left the wife behind. The embarrassed driver said he thought she was asleep in the back and apologized to his wife when he finally got back to pick her up. This is on her. This is on her, you yes, think? Yes, absolutely okay, okay. it is. Absolutely it is. Because she didn't take her person? Or no. How, how is it she didn't on let him know. Look, he probably, he looked in the back. There's a, there's a pile of blankets there. Right. And he's doing everything he can to, to let his wife sleep. sleep. Okay. It's like I'm just gonna stop, go to the bathroom, bathroom get back okay, in the car, yeah, go, we'll go. Probably left the car, you know, uh, and uh, and so he just he was doing everything he can to not disturb his wife, and how probably long, thought that he he got away with it. How long was his bathroom break? I, I, you bring up an interesting point in in this particular yeah. story, saying it's on her because I was like, oh my god, how could you forget about your wife? But you're right, being a considerate husband, you wouldn't want to wake her up. Yeah. But what was the time frame between like? When did she jostle awake, uh, jostle awake? Because he shouldn't have taken that long in the restroom. Doesn't right? matter. Doesn't matter. See, I, this is because you've all been. We've all been in that situation where you're driving, someone's asleep. You got to stop, and that usually wakes the person up. It does. You know, it does because it just it just things change. Um, and so he was probably doing everything he can uh, could to. Um, to not wake her. To not wake her up. He pulled off and you know, slowed down. Left it running the he heater probably, on. Yeah, probably lightly shut oh, the yeah. door and click. all that kind of click. And then uh, next. Tiptoed, did it real quickly. And I don't know if you even would think after all of that to look in the rear view again before you leave. Because why would you think they yeah. got up and went to the restroom? Yeah, she well. probably had like a pile of blankets or something. Yeah, right. And so he just got in and went off and, took and off. thought, I didn't wake her up. It's also on her if her phone was on silent. I mean, sure. twenty calls is a lot. I mean, even if the phone, but even if the phone was not on silent, it's hard to go through a per. Like you know, if he's right. cranking the music, although he wouldn't have if he yeah. thought she was asleep. I don't know, but long story short, she says the couple have been married for twenty-seven years, and she didn't even argue with him no. when she when he picked her up. She knows it's her fault because she knows it's her fault. You're right. That's an interesting perspective. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the only the kind of perspective you get. Not on the radio. On the radio would have been all about that guy. But but on this podcast. People be calling in, arguing with us, but you can't do that right no, now. No, you can't do that right now. Uh, so we go from Boom Tom to another fun name in this particular story before we wrap things up here on the Too Good for Radio podcast. 
This story involves a dude down in Florida, and it could have been any. It didn't have to be Florida. It could have been anywhere, but it just so happens to be Florida. This isn't like Florida man. Gotcha. So this uh, this particular dude decides that uh, he goes into a massage parlor, okay? And he says, after a conversation, the man decided on a half-hour stress-relieving experience. He happily turned over a crisp $100 bill. However, he never received his change. Instead, the masseuse, whose name we'll, we'll wait for, okay. um, takes him back to a back room. She says, hey, strip down, get on this table. And he's like, well, do I need a towel or anything? She goes, no, nah, you're good. So completely in the nude, mm-hmm. he said uh, he noticed that uh, the masseuse then did nothing but meander aimlessly around the room for nearly five minutes. As he started to suspect, he might be <laughs> getting, like cracking her knuckles and yeah, getting, like, getting ready, yeah, getting ready. Doing some stretches. And he says, as he started to suspect, he might be getting scammed. The masseuse then poured some oil and began barely applying pressure to his aching shoulders. He's like, I, I need some stress relievers. So, but it was like 10W30 oil. It wasn't right, like exactly, massage right, oil. Right, exactly. Gloop. Bleep, bleep. Uh, it, was used, it was used oil from a fryer. Uh, following <laughs> 10 minutes of light kneading, the woman then, the masseuse then ordered the man to flip over to his back. Once again, without the security of a hand towel or any symbolic covering. A little weird. The massage resumed with focus on his upper chest. So she just starts... Kind of caressing his chest. That's when he said. You didn't have to demonstrate that, yeah, by the exactly. way. I don't know why you just did that. <laughs> hey, hey, what's it was going really on? Really uncomfortable. <laughs> hey, what's going on? Nugenics. She'll like mm. it too. Um, so he then claims, without provoca- uh, provocation, the masseuse securely grabbed his penis and testicles. Oh my gosh. So grabbed a handful of everything down there. Now here's his account a quote, aghast yes. at the clutching of his privates. The man told the masseuse to unhand his genitals. <laughs> unhand my genitals, I man. insist you give those back right now. Yes. It was then the man told authorities that the masseuse began negotiating sexual favors and asking for money to wow. continue. Wow. Wow. Grabbing his clothes, the man demanded his money back and threatened to call 911. The masseuse refused, only returning $50 and attempted to block the man from leaving the business. Holy smokes. I have a hold of your genitals. Yes. The man claims the masseuse became physical and even pushed him up against a wall to stop him from fleeing. Dang. So he grabbed his clothes, but I'm assuming all of this transpired while he was still flopping around. I think probably so. With, <laughs> with the whole world to see, and Doug Flutie going, she'll like it too. <laughs> um, sheriffs were called. They responded to the massage spa. They found uh, that the masseuse was the instigator. She's arrested and faces charge of a natural and lascivious act and battery. By the way, the name of that particular masseuse who grabbed the genitals, penis, testicles, and all without any want, Quindway Dong. Oh, see, well, there's your there's your giveaway. It wasn't like a big Swedish guy. No, it's Quindway Dong. Quindway Dong. Who went straight um, for the dong. Now, is this on him? Yeah, I I think it is on him, right? If you go in somewhere and they don't have a board and you that you just be like, all right, I'll take the hundred dollar stress relieving massage. Here's my hundred bucks, and they don't give you any change or tell you how much it's going to be. And then you go in there and like strip down, and they don't put a towel anywhere. What what do you kind of think was going to yeah, happen? There are places in town, uh, and there's one where the sign is literally a hand-painted sign. It's just somebody got out a paintbrush yeah. and just said, massage here with, a, with an arrow. Um, it's and, like, and shit, isn't that a clue that yes. maybe it's a little dodgy? It's the same as like the people that sell 
are the signs you see that say, I buy mattresses. Yeah, and it's yeah. just some weird, like some guy with a weird kink, it looks like. There's just a handwritten phone number. Like, I don't want to sell you my mattress. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, this is on him. There's something, it's, you can just kind of, there's something I, about the sign that makes you go, I'm not sure that this is really what I think it nudity, is. Nudity should always be functional. Right? Either you're going to be doing yeah. a hibbity-dibbity, taking a shower, something along those lines. Just just the, just to go into a room and someone say, strip down. And you go, okay. And they just have you stand there and then meander, meander around. And then when they go, flip on your front. Yeah. And they don't put a towel over the junkage area on a massage. And look, conversely, if that's what you're looking for, the sign again gives it away. Right. You go, right. yep, it's one of those places. All so, right. All right. I'm not going to need a we towel. Go. Here we go. I got a crisp $100 bill um, that, I but, just, that I just won from Bozo Buckets. Yeah, that's 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 really interesting. And it's, it's unfortunate, too, because I'm sure there are plenty of them that are just, it's just you're just going to get a massage. Above Whatever. board. Yeah, okay, fine. above board. Uh, but they do themselves a disservice where you go, oh, that's a little, why is it in a gas station? You know, just right. all, these, all these kinds of why is, why is the masseuse named Dong? Yeah. <laughs> That could be a clue. First name, grab ya. Grab ya dong. And finally, <laughs> finally here on the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast, we end with a uh, Am I the A-Hole? Okay. And I think this is the first time ever, whether you're listening to the podcast, wherever you're listening, a consensus 100% of we know who the A-Hole is in this All right. story. All right? It starts. So ever since I had my son months ago, my husband has started making indirect comments about my body. He never says hurtful words, but I find his quote-unquote observations, as he calls it, hurtful. For example, he'd see me wearing an old top and say, quote, Oh, that top used to look good on you, but not anymore, though. Her son? No, this is her husband. Oh, I'm sorry. So she had a son a few months ago. She just had the baby, and now her husband's making these observations about her body. Like, that top used to look good on you, but not so much anymore. Jeez. Or... He, when he looks at my waist and says, wow, didn't know your waist could get this wide. No kidding. Basically, passive stuff. That's not passive. No, that's not she's passive giving at him all. The, she's giving him the extreme benefit of the doubt yeah. that, wow, I didn't know your waist could get this wide is passive. Right. No, that's not, that's not passive. I mean, that's not passive at all. I mean, he's not saying, hey, you're fat. Right. But he's basically saying that. Basically, passive stuff, she says, that I tried to ignore till he extended to friends and family. FYI, this went on for months and months and months. So... We go to a Christmas celebration at his family's home. My sister-in-law complimented my floral maxi dress, and my husband said, quote, I agree it looks nice on you, though I have to admit that your waist could get smaller than this. So the sister-in-law, his sister, says, man, that's a great-looking dress. And he mm-hmm. goes, yeah, it does look good, but I, I, I prefer you get it in a smaller size in so many words. Yeah. Okay? Emphasis on maxi. Yeah. Awkward silence took over. I was absolutely fuming, and this was my last straw. So, so I got up from my chair in the middle of dinner and shouted at the top of my lungs, Shut the fuck up from my body! <laughs> he was absolutely speechless as yeah. his family stared while some others tried to get me to calm down. But the situation got more tense, and dinner ended up being cut short, and my husband storming off to his friend's place. How, how did dinner not end immediately? When someone's I mean, just, at some point, wait, you go, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I'm still waiting for my salad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the, just a reenactment yeah. real Can quick. Can I get some more iced tea over here? Yeah. Could uh, could I fill up any water glasses for anybody? Yeah. Anybody need uh, some extra? <laughs> Shut the fuck up about my body! Yeah. I'm sorry. Can I get some ranch? <laughs> Who goes, 
Uh, could you pass potatoes after right. that, please? Right. Yeah, immediately it should have ended, but you're right. A little it, steak sauce for this? Uh, <laughs> something? It's, a, it's a little underdone. Can I get a little <laughs> bit more gravy on, on it? So anyway, uh, everyone goes silent uh, in that in that particular part. It goes a little stressful, then ends abruptly. Um, he goes to the friend's place to spend the night upon leaving, and uh, and then he sent a very nasty text saying, I embarrassed him and made a scene over a quote-unquote observation he made. Wow. He called me childish, ch- childish and told me to get therapy for my insecurities instead of verbally abusing him and scaring his family. So he's saying... Her comment was verbally abusing and scared his family. She needs counseling. Now. Well, I think he's right, and I think that was her intent, was to be <laughs> abusive and scare people. How do you She's like right. That? Yeah. She's right. That was that, and she should have. Now she, she goes, should that, that, that nobody will ever say that to her again and that was the point. She says, "Now I feel like an absolute idiot a-hole and like I ruined oh, Christmas for him gosh. and everybody with my oversensitivity. Oh, Am I the a-hole?" This poor woman. She is not the a-hole. No. It is 100% hands down the That's husband pretty messed up. is the a-hole. Because there was nothing passive about him saying, no. wow, I didn't know your waist could get that wide. That's being an a-hole. Yeah, and she I just bore your child, you right, dick. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and look, let's, let's, let's assume that he, I don't know, had some legitimate concerns. Hey, I don't know, some are, you're gonna, you, maybe you're putting on some weight. Uh, there might be a way to uh, approach that. If it is in com- a relationship, if it's coming from a loving place of mm-hmm. I'm concerned about you just had a child, yeah, right. We're trying to raise this together, and hey, I've noticed you've had you continued some bad eating habits. Right. I want you to be healthy so that we can raise this child together. Could we maybe go to the gym together, or right. should we both get on a new healthy eating routine? That's that's one way to go about it. That yeah. some could say would be passively saying. Hey, you're overweight. Mm-hmm. But when you go, wow, I didn't know your waist can beat that. Or that top used to look good, but not anymore, though, yeah. right? And like, I know your sack could hang down by your knees like that, old man. You it, know? Right. That would be a little. And I think you hit the nail on the head of she chose this particular, whether subconsciously or not, she told, chose this particular event to finally hit the breaking point because it was a public repudiation of all well, I, I, he, he had been through. I don't think she chose anything. I think just uh, na- nature took over and said, okay, attack. Enough is enough. Yeah, I think that was that was a full defensive fight or flight moment, and she chose fight. Yeah, I can't say I blame her because it's Christmas, <laughs> family, and just, but I still love the fact that just in the middle of, oh, how the peas? You like yeah. the sweet potato? Shut the fuck up about my body! So, uh, are you finished? Do you want to take that home? Or are you still working on that over there? Do you Can want I get you a box? I guess the, uh, I guess the cookies I made for yeah. Christmas or something oh, off right. the table. Uh, so we'll we'll see uh, New Year's maybe. Right, just a little something for the road. I can uh, maybe put a maybe put together a to go box some or something. Coffee? Oh. Can I get you coffee? <laughs> something to calm, <laughs> calm me down. A warm beverage, maybe some tea to to yeah. calm things down. There's a bit. no coming back from that. Once no, once no. once that one gets dropped, it's like ah, yeah, all right, yeah. let's all go home. But I think we need an agreement that the husband's 100 percent a hole in this story. That's 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 pretty remarkable. I don't know how you get to that point of uh, douchebaggery. Yeah. So there you go. That guy's 100 percent a hole. And maybe he's one of the curly-haired dudes that uh, Steinmetz was talking about. Yeah. So, yeah. In the future, in men the fu- will be idiots. Yeah. Oh, imagine that. Yeah, they've always been idiots. Like the people who are thinking about quiet quitting. So <laughs> that wraps up another edition of the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. Thanks Remember, for letting us be in your ears. Yes. And she'll like it, too.